Hello, everyone. Welcome to Celtic Preacher. It is podcast 198. And today we are looking at the parable of the 10 bridesmaids. You know, sometimes there's things that we need to do and we even want to do them, but it's difficult to get around to doing them, right? Have you found that? There's things that you... They're always on, they're on the back of your mind. I really need to do this, uh, but you, it's difficult to actually complete the job. And it, it can be important things too. Like, for example, it could be things like, you know, I, I I need to take time to invest in this relationship and put the effort in, and build it and invest in this because this is important to me. This is an important person to me. Or it could be a small thing like, I'm really not ready for the rainy season. There's pine needles all over the roof, right? So it can be small things. It can be big things. But it just seems like it's easy for us to put things off. And, you know, sometimes in the long run, it's not really that important. It doesn't make much difference one way or another. But there are other things that have higher stakes. And it's the higher stakes that I think that this parable is about that Jesus teaches uh, on today. It's a parable about, by the way, I shouldn't say it's a parable about anything because these parables are multi-layered. So they can be about many different things. Uh, There's no one way, uh, really, because I do think they're multi-layered truths. But I think that some of the truths are more obvious than others. And I think that in this one, the parable of the 10 bridesmaids, there's certainly a theme of avoiding, uh, not doing what one should have done or not being prepared, uh, ignoring something, putting something off, or maybe just forgetting. It could even be that, just not really paying much attention at all and just uh, not being very thoughtful about something. And, uh, yeah, and in the parable, of course, you you end up living with the consequences of the choice, which is the way it is in life, isn't it? And I don't know if you've noticed this, but when Jesus gives, teaches parables, he's often teaching the way life works. This is the reality. This is how it works. So pay attention. Pay attention to this. And this one is a warning parable. The clue being, uh, they don't get to go to the banquet and the party at the end of the story. So anytime somebody's locked out or they don't get to go to the party or they miss the banquet, then you know that it's a parable about, it's like some sort of warning there some sort of caveat that says, now, there's a lot of choices in life, and yeah, you get to make wrong choices, but there's a cost, right? Not all choices are good, not all choices are equal, so it's like, pay attention to the right things. So here's the parable. It's Remember, this is an ancient setting. It's not going to make complete sense to us because we don't do weddings this way at all 2,000 years later. 
But the parable is about ten bridesmaids who are waiting for the groom to come. And it's the idea that the in the ancient times, the groom would meet the bridesmaids, and it would be at night time, and the bridesmaids would light their oil lamps and they would proceed on to the bride's house and they would pick her up so that the feast could begin. So that's sort of the image there. And so these 10 bridesmaids are waiting for the groom to appear. And the groom is much later than expected. And so they're all getting a bit sleepy, it's getting late, it's about midnight. And they have, they're kind of dozing off. Well, at last, the, the groom do, does appear at midnight, and they get up, and they get their little oil lamps ready, and they're sort of getting their, trimming their wicks, so to speak, and uh, five didn't bring enough oil. And, and they're called, the, by the way, uh, this parable can be called the five wise bridesmaids and the five foolish so it's not really about a good person versus bad person. It's more about we can make wise choices. We can make foolish choices. So, like, pay attention to the story. That's what Jesus is teaching. So anyway, uh, five of them notice that they don't have enough oil. So they ask the five that do have enough oil can we have some of your oil? And the five wise ones say, well, no, because there's not going to be enough to go around. You'll have to go and buy your own. Like if I give you some of mine, there's no guarantee that I'm going to have enough to even process with the groom to see the bride. So, yeah, sorry, can't help you. You're going to have to go and buy your own. So off they go, the five foolish ones, to buy their oil. So the story ends, the bridegroom comes, and uh, he comes when the five foolish ones are at the shops, and the five wise ones with lit lamps go off to the banquet, having a great time, and later on, the five foolish ones appear and uh, try to get into the banquet. Have a knock on the door, groom comes to the door, and he says, this is how the story ends, I don't know you. In other words, no, you're not getting in here. I don't know you. And the parable ends with, stay alert. You don't have any idea when the groom will arrive. Stay alert. Yeah, that's the story. That's the parable. So... The wise ones, of course, are the ones that are prepared because they have their oil and their little lamps are working. But they can't share it because they don't have enough. And the foolish ones, well, they're just not ready. And who knows why? I don't know. Maybe they forgot or... I don't know. That's sort of left our imagination why the foolish are foolish. So again, it's not so much about good people versus bad people. It's about wise or foolish. And everybody gets drowsy, by the way, in this parable. So that's interesting. Everybody wants to take a nap, 
because it's too late. He doesn't even appear to midnight. Nobody's expecting him to take this long. So they kind of have a little nap. So everybody's sleeping at certain points in the story. But the alarming part, of course, is when the, the foolish do get their act together, finally get to the shops, finally get their oil, buy their oil, get their lamps in order, get to the party, and then the, the frightening part of the passage is, is like, nope, sorry, no entry. It's like, well, why can't I get into the party? Why not? Well, sorry, you're late, can't get in. Which makes you start to wonder about, well, why, why couldn't they get in? Why didn't the groom allow them in once they got their oil, right? So it's, it's got this theme of, well, it's like they've run out of time. Something about the time, there was, it was a time to, to be ready and to go, and then it's like they've run out of time. Which got me thinking about, you know, what we, what we can run out of time in, in what areas can we run out of time? I mean, is that a part of life? <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this parable and I'm, that song by Bonnie Raitt's going through my mind all the time, that Nick of Time song, you know, which is such a cool song. It's about, you know, all the things that she's worried about she's going to run out of time on. But that's what was running through my mind as I was listening, uh, reading this parable. But... It reminded me of a call, a telephone call I got a few years back. And it was a woman called me. I never met her before, but she called me and she said, you know, many, many years ago, I had a friend that I dearly loved and she went to your church. I said, oh, okay. And she says, well, we had this falling out and I left the state and I, I never forgot her. And I really regret this falling out. And I'm wondering if she's still alive. That's what she wanted to ask me. I'm wondering if she's still alive. She says, because I want to be reconciled. Please tell me that she's alive. Well, I had bad news and good news. Well, I don't know. It was, actually, it was both. I guess it was bad she was alive, but she was suffering with severe dementia. So she was completely incapable of remembering anything, recognizing any, anyone. And, um, you know, there was no need for her to be reconciled because she didn't even remember anything in the first place. So I told her friend this, and she was so, I could just feel the, disappointment in her voice. She was so filled with regret that she had waited too long. And it's like the door was shut. You know what I mean? It was like, there's no more opportunity. And I think that in this parable, there's a piece of that wisdom in this parable, that there's a point in our lives where it's too late. And Jesus is saying, now be careful about this. 
don't take things for granted because there is a point of no return. All the best intentions in the world don't matter if the window of opportunity is gone and the door closes. And I think we can do this in so many areas, you know, like this woman, like the, the one who called me, she's thinking in the future, I'll forgive my friend. In the future, I'll make up and it's gonna be just like the old days. Well, the fact is, is that there's absolutely no guarantee of that at all, is there? And we can do it in many ways. You know, next year I'll spend more time with the family. Or next year, or, you know, I'll make it up to my spouse when I retire because then I'm going to have a lot more time. Or after college or after grad school, then I'm going to change my lifestyle. But then I'm going to be more balanced then. I'll, I'll have more time. I won't have this crazy schedule. Next month when I'm not so busy, I'll take some time for myself, I'll reassess my life, I'll... Yeah, it's fill in, the, fill in the blank, right? I'm putting off to the future what needs to be done today. Yeah, five bridesmaids, didn't, didn't, they didn't share their oil. Which sounds, on first reading, you might think, well, that's kind of selfish. But uh, what if it's not, uh, no, we're not going to share with you. What if it's more like a, well, no, I, I can't. I, I can't. In, in the sense that it's just not possible. Because there's so many things that we cannot share. I mean, I, I could look at someone and I could say, well, I love the relationship you have with your kids. I love that. I love that. Can I have some of that? No, no, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't give you that. Or you get, you get on so well with your spouse. You're so compatible. You enjoy each other so much. And wow, what a great team you are. Can I have some of that? Can I have some of that? For, for me and my partner, well, no, you can't share that. Or you have such a great friend, you're so close, and, or you're so passionate about your work and your art, and wow, I love that about you. I love that you're so passionate about your art and your, can I have some of that? No, no, I'm sorry, I, I, can't, I can't give you that kind of stuff, right? There's so many things that we can't, give away even if we wanted. It's like, where did you get that empathy and that gentleness? I love that quality. Can I have some of your gentleness? Can I have some of your empathy? I love that. Love your self-discipline. Can I have some of that self-discipline? You're so courageous. I'd love to be more courageous. Can you give me some of that? See what I'm saying? There's so many things that you cannot give someone else because it's like, we that's our own work. We have to do that ourselves. Um, you have to put your own work in 
your own effort in, your own time in, your own commitment in, into certain things. And uh, you just can't share that. Yeah, you can encourage people and you can listen to people and but you can't do the work for them. I guess that's the point. Whether it's emotional work, spiritual work, uh, you know, you, you can't do someone else's life for them. And in this case, it's like the five foolish ones miss out. In the end, it's like, did you procrastinate on something here? It's like, yeah, yeah, we did actually. We, uh, I don't know, didn't really think, didn't really think too far ahead. We weren't really paying too much attention. We never really had, never really had enough oil. So I guess we, we ran out. Yeah. By the way, you know, the traditional understanding of the oil in the lamp, I'll tell you the traditional way, and I don't necessarily think the traditional way is wrong in any way. I'm just looking at different angles and talking about the parable. But the traditional understanding is, is that the oil is symbolic of the Holy Spirit, which in traditional language means that the Holy Spirit is the energy and the indwelling presence of God indwelling presence of the divine. Now, there are certain things in our life that can um, draw us closer to God and get us more connected. And there are certain things uh, we can not pay attention to. And we end up sort of drifting and lonely for God for the want of a better word. But that's a very real thing that we can end up feeling a bit isolated from God. It's not God that's moved, but we can certainly move. We can feel distant. We can feel isolated. We can feel alone. We can feel uh, not very connected. And so it's good to pay attention to the things that we do in our life that help us to feel connected to God. Now, again, it's not God that's doing the moving, because God's God and God's always with us. But we can certainly drift and feel a bit lonely. Now, I think one of the, one of the best ways to get quickly connected, if you're feeling like you're drifting, is to spend some company with someone else that has a similar desire to connect with God. It seems to be the quickest and best way. Um, there's plenty other ways too, but, uh, but that's a good one. If you can just reach out to a friend, uh, someone that can kind of track with you and help you, that is a way. Anyway, uh, getting back to the oil and the lamps, that, that is the traditional view that, you know, the, the, the oil is the Holy Spirit, that they've sort of run out of their, the energy, the, their passion for God, their interest in God, they're sort of drifting away 
And, and so they miss out. And then the symbolism would be they miss out on the banquet, they miss out on the party, they miss out on the good stuff because their, their, their lamps have gone out. So there's, an, there's another angle, angle. That's a more traditional way. Um, but I think a part of the message of the parable is, you know, don't procrastinate on things of importance, whether it's in your emotional life, your work life, your family life, your spiritual life, your physical life. It doesn't really matter. They're all connected, right? Don't procrastinate on things that you, you have a sense that they're important because there is a point of no return. And it's not a threat so much. It's more Jesus is saying, let me just tell you the story. This is the way life is. So there's no threat involved. It's just simply the way life works. Uh, there's a big difference between pausing and waiting on God for clarity and guidance. You know, sometimes people will say things like, oh, I'm going to pray about this. Or I'm going to have to think about this. Or I'm going to have to sit with this for a while. I'm going to have to meditate on this. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that, right? But avoidance is something different altogether. Altogether different. Um, wait too long for certain things. There's no more opportunity. So it's like, yeah, keep short accounts. Keep short accounts. If you need to say something, Jesus would say, go ahead and say it. You need to change something? Yeah, don't, don't wait. Go ahead. Go ahead, make the move. Do it. Go ahead. Don't just think about it. Do it. Yeah, otherwise you can miss out can miss out on the banquet, which is what? The good stuff, right? Life, joy. Jesus would say, yeah, you, that, that's foolish. You don't want to live that way. You don't want to live that way. So there's the prayer. There's the prayer. There's the heart cry. God, help us. If we are procrastinating, help us to just put that to the side and help us to do what we need to do even if it's hard, help us to just go ahead and do it and live into the fullness of life that you promise us. Yeah, the prayer and the heart cry. Thank you for joining me. You've been listening to Celtic Preacher. Join with me again next week for another episode. <laughs>